One of our attorneys is a Jew, 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 How do we do this? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I'm glad it was you to talk first. Yeah. What's up, everyone? Your ears, they don't deceive you. Yep. Hello. Hello, people. What's new? What's new in your lives? <laughs> Not anything much going here. On? Yeah, anything <laughs> going on? going on? Oh, I should use a coaster, but... There's one right there. far away. Does it have Corona on it? Uh, Charles has a very good collection of Lysol and Purell wipes. That's right. Stockpiled. Very top. It's a very A-level collection from what I've seen so far. Weird. Yeah. Who knows how long coronavirus has been on this Bravo coaster. Uh, I want everyone to know that Isaac and I are practicing appropriate social distancing. Oh, yeah. This is six minutes. Six minutes, six feet across. Is this across? six feet? This is not six yeah, feet. Yeah, it's six feet, for sure. This room is definitely more than six feet. Yeah. And we're sitting at opposite ends of it. That's the one time this table has like come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was. I knew this was coming. I was prescient. Yeah. That's why we have a giant table in a tiny right. room. As opposed... Well, your real old format was very prescient <laughs> with you. <laughs> completely <laughs> faced the other direction. That is the dumb... <laughs> I, when I think about that, I'm like, what was I thinking? I guess I just thought that we would be able to have a show where we weren't like looking at each other and interacting. <laughs> Not my best moment. You can tell on those two episodes something is wrong. Like yeah. they're very clearly. Yeah, I'll tell you why it's so yeah, strange. They're for people that don't know what we're talking about. When we moved into our current studio, scare quotes, uh, I had the tables for the podcasting organized in a ring around yeah. the room to make more room in the center, and it was it just was not functional. It was very funny. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was, clueless you were faced the opposite direction it was like two people in a room by themselves with each other just like not looking <laughs> at each other <laughs> no one had to keep twisting around yeah, it's very weird. What a shit show that was hey let's i guess we should tell the people yeah what happened well why we why does this exist well we lied we didn't we did, that wasn't a lie we never said we're going away forever no matter what we yeah. never said that we might have implied it I don't think so. Okay. I think we said several times, who knows what's going to happen. Sure. And then, you know, the world imploded. So what happened? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> just kind of felt right to start doing it again. I really don't have a very good reason. You know, I think lessons were learned. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the outpouring of support we got when we left. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> 
you know, and it's kind of like a it, give something wave and it comes back to you. It's meant to be type of deal, no. you know, where it was like, like I've still to this day get random messages from people all the time being like, hey, man, uh, you know, I, sometimes I can't even tell if they know the podcast is over. Like, I don't know if they've come in at some old episode and they think it's still happening because I think they, most people know it was over. Yeah. And it's like. It, that makes me just be like, damn, like we're a lot of those people weren't really very vocal during <laughs> the time of the podcast. So it's just, I think that's been a big part of it. You know, knowing that there is this big audience out there. Uh, we recently were featured on Podbean. We got a p- bunch of new followers from that. Yeah. Over a thousand. Yeah. And also, I don't know. Yeah. I think everything's different now. The whole world has taken on a different pallor. And. Everything just looks different. Everything seems different. I mean, like my whole attitude towards everything is different. And I think we've all been waiting for this for a very long time. I think we've the, we've known this was coming. The podcast coming back? Yes. Everyone has the been world. waiting. The world has been waiting. <laughs> has been waiting. If you guys follow the podcast starting Twitter bot, you, you should know that many, many people have decided to start podcasts because they're stuck at home. Yeah. So... We're just one in a sea. There's a lot more out yeah. there coming. Well, how about you? You you go now. Why are you back? Um, well, for some of the same reasons. Like I was very. This sounds gay, but I was very. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm a man. I like men. There we go. Yay! Yay. Best. Definitely the best soundboard in in all of podcasting history. I agree. Question, without question. I concur. Um, I guess. Uh. Because we heard from you guys that were listeners, and some of you wrote like really personal things, yeah. uh, I was just occasionally shocked by this because we knew we knew people listened, like we could see the numbers, but we didn't know that you gave that much of a fuck. Yeah, that was you know that was it was nice to be vindicated in in that way. In that totally, way. I remember this particularly this a, a woman who wrote in that was a lawyer from somewhere yeah. and it was trying not to dox this sorry, this a, person a woman who is a lawyer from somewhere i think she's okay uh and it was just something about that being like wow there's like people out there who really care and you know <clears throat> yeah whatever i don't know i don't want to get too self and i don't want to be like you know no say it self-indulgent people have been it. waiting they've no, been waiting no, it just it made that. me feel like okay the, yeah it's it's not necessarily just about me and my desires it's like also about other people needing to feel like you know there's other people out there that uh um aren't full of shit i've been listening to way too much uh is it oh eric weinstein oh yes Listen to a lot of Eric Weinstein. Peter, I've, I've become Peter Thiel's a, henchman. Yes, I've become a huge Eric Weinstein fan. Ooh. I also kind of really dislike him, but I but I I feel very much like he and I probably share very 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 similar perspectives on the world. He has like I always put it as good ideas in an annoying body. He's just an annoying human. Yes. Um, but it's hard to get past that sometimes. You know, I'm I'm thankful to him for, despite being such an annoying human, you know, going out there and, and trying to share his ideas and say things that you're not really supposed to say and, and say things that uh, I think, you know, his whole new thing, he just was on Rogan, his whole new thing is, uh, it's time to revolt. 
And I, I'm not saying it's time to revolt. I don't think it's time to revolt. But there's definitely but a, but but yay. <laughs> there's definitely a fever pitch yay. building. It seems to me, and this is now that the you know virus is here. It's this kind of breaking through of a time. You know, it seems like the wheels are moving again. You know, I don't know. I'm being very vague. The wheels are moving again. That's why we relaunched the podcast. Mm-hmm. I guess the other thing was, it was like, I, I felt like we weren't done. Yeah. It felt unfinished. I felt like there was a lot more that we could do. Uh, and I, it felt very much like we were just getting started. Yeah. So that for me, post podcast, I was very depressed um, in some ways because it was something that we had built and really worked hard on to make good. And it was just sort of like gone. And that's yeah. a hard thing to get over. Totally. Uh, as a creative person, uh, you know, you, you put effort into something that you give a shit about and then for it to be done. Right. It, it, it takes something out of you. Because no, I, I think you're totally right also about it. it. It takes so long to get good at something. Yes. And it felt like we had only just gotten like not terrible. Right. (laughs) You know, we'd only. Just on the other side of not terrible. We'd only gotten just like not unlistenable. Yeah. (laughs) No, we were like only a few years outside of not talking close enough to the microphone. Right, right, right. Exactly. And it's true. And I felt like that was kind of felt at that time. It was like starting to snowball. And it's true. And we pulled, you know, it was, uh, yeah, we pulled the ripcord prematurely. Self sabotage. (laughs) Great skill of both of ours. Mm, definitely. Excellent true. at doing that. Yeah, that's what we should call the podcast. Self-sabotage. Self-sabotage are us. So, I don't know. All you guys that have written then and and have written subsequently, people that'll kind of nag me on Twitter, um, that's like the only question, interaction I ever get from people on Twitter is I'll post something and people are like, are you going to do a special episode of the podcast? We're going to do you one better. It's back on. <laughs> it's not a special episode. It's not special. Well, You're this getting is, this shit every week. This is a special episode, but because it's the first one. Yeah, we're back. But, but I, I think the 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 gag for our listeners will be anytime that the show gets in trouble and we have to go underground, I'm just gonna repost the final quote unquote episode and that'll be your signal that like somebody's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> right. And we then, have to pretend. Yeah, we have to pretend we're ending the show. Anymore. And then we'll come back in a month. Yeah. We'll give it a month. That rage will die down and we'll be back. We'll disappear. And who did you say that was the the way to do it? Or Bill Burr. Right? Oh, Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill that, Burr. That was his thing. This, this just, is the, yeah. You just have to like leave for a little while and then the next outrage appears and then people get refocused with their rage. For sure. So for sure. if you. That's a, I really. I do not at all want ever again to be anything remotely close to Twitter mobbed at all. I, you don't I never be, want that to happen. You don't want to be the protagonist uh, yeah, of Twitter. Yes. I do not want to be the protagonist of Twitter. I don't want to use my Twitter mobbing to my advantage because like any publicity is good publicity. I don't right. want that. I would rather fly under the radar forever yeah. as a copywriter with a podcast than rise to any level of public idolatry and hatred. Well, Twitter's just not built. You can't win an argument on Twitter. You can't... There's no way... Unless you have like a million followers and you have substantive support, there's no way to ever discuss your point in a way without people acting in bad faith. Yeah. It's just not possible. 
I just Twitter. And we know yeah. we know people who have learned this. You know, we don't. We we've seen it a million, a million times. times. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Let's not dwell on the past. No, the past is past. <laughs> We're back, kids. Everything is back. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. Well, that, Forum that is, never went away. But. Yeah. Forum is back up. It's ready. Oh, I didn't even know it was down. Oh, I took it down afterwards, oh, and it's sad. back. Every, all your posts are there. Everything's back. The phone Forum. number, which I don't remember off the top of my head, <laughs> it'll be at the end. The phone number that nobody calls because we'd make, <laughs> we'd make fun of you. Uh, maybe one day we'll get some calls. Your incel voices. Yeah. I'm kidding, of course. Incel voices? Like we know you're not incel. voices? Anyway. Yeah. Enough bullshit. Yeah, I, I, right. I don't want it's, it's, There's no point in spending forever on on explaining this decision. It just is what it is. I don't have any good reason, honestly. There is no good reason. Things are... Uh, enough, <clears throat> enough catalyst happened. Yeah. We can just put it that way. Yeah. Enough catalyst happened, so... Why not? Right. Why not come back? Yeah. And maybe be worse. What I'm looking forward to are the people that say, you guys used to be a lot better than you are now. I don't Like, what changed? I, doubt, I highly doubt that that will happen. I mean, it was good to take a break anyway. I yeah. mean, you know, but taking a break is always actually a good thing to do. Sure. Sometimes. And sometimes you have, like, bad ideas that you get into your head. Well, but then they go away after yeah. after a little while. I will yes. say that our most, I think that our, our most incisive episode ever, the one that people got us the most new followers was the Gimlet Media one. 100%, I agree. That should, we're, we're coming, we're 20 episodes away from our 200th episode. Wow. So when we do our little retrospective, yeah. we need to reorganize our top 10 because I think Gimlet is number one. Yeah. What uh, was it? Why why was that the one that people It just hit? It's yeah. it's the it's the one one of our li- the listener you referenced earlier actually wrote us about this because she said she was searching for annoying gimlet voices <laughs> yeah, or annoying podcast like, yeah. voices and that's what came up. Yeah, right. Because, that was yeah. the thing that like hit the spot of what people were feeling but couldn't there wasn't enough identification of what it was. Right. So it was that one. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. We, we have a little a brief return to that later in this episode. Ah, we'll get there. Good. Yeah. All right, what are we talking about? We're talking about bad coronavirus content. <laughs> bad coronavirus content. Is yes. this, is, am I? You're um, good yes. Yes, bad coronavirus content. There's a lot of it. There, uh, yeah, I don't know. I actually think it hasn't been overall in comparison to bad purpose-based content generally. I think the corona stuff has been better. Oh, just wait. We're at the think about the think pieces and the novels and remember the 9/11 shit? That stuff didn't happen right away. Yeah, 9/11 garbage came like the following year. Yeah, but I think that so this is another excuse me for continuously going back to uh my new best friend um, I can't. It's one of the Weinstein's. Eric. Uh, yeah, Eric. Peter Thiel's henchman. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> but that's his thing. Is that we've been in a uh, in like a fro. He has has some word for it. Oh, the great sleep, mm-hmm. and we've been in a great sleep from since the fifties, and basically there really hasn't been, uh, at least in the disease context a lot of pressure 
put on our leaders. You know, there there hasn't been real serious pressure put on them for an extended period of time. You know, obviously there's been exceptions to that. I mean, the Vietnam War, it would seem to me, is probably a lot of pressure on our leaders. I don't really know. And again, yeah. I think maybe he's only talking about it in the disease context, but uh, his whole thing is that we've been basically frozen for, we've been like kind of culturally and in terms of our leadership, like sort of on ice for 40, 50, 60 years. Do you think and I agree with that, that? I agree with that. It's been that long? Well, culturally, no, because the 90s were very rich culturally, as were the 80s, as were the 70s. So, no, that's not true in terms of culture, but definitely everything has been on ice, in my view, since 9-11. I mean, pretty much nothing has happened. We've been like, you know, there's that great quote from uh, Stalin. Is it Stalin? or No, it's Lenin. <laughs> Lenin. One of them. It's that great those. quote Lenin, from Stalin. Stalin. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, Love that Stalin. A lot of great ideas. Yeah. It's... um. You know, decades go by where nothing happens and weeks go by where decades happen. Sure. And I think we're finally, we really have been in a like vacuum of history and for the past 20 years. Do you think and it it's goes all the way back starting. since 9-11 though? I would, I would position it since the 2008 recession. But to, what happened from 2000 to 2008? Nothing. Uh, 9-11, well, the, the Iraq, Iraq war. war. Yeah, the Iraq war. But the Iraq war was TV. That was like, for us, obviously for the Iraqis, it was it was well, real. But for us, it was just like TV war. You know, like it wasn't, it wasn't, none of, nobody we knew was dying. I knew. I mean, I know maybe because of where I was living. Like, I know, I know of people that had to go over there at the very least. I knew of people who had to go over there, but I didn't know anybody who died. I didn't know anybody who was touched by it in any sort of. But don't real you think that that infected our? <clears throat> you know, I'm obsessed with this decade, that era. Yeah. Don't you, you think that infected our politics for so long? Like, I think <clears throat> I, I don't know if you can put it all the way back at 9/11 because. Well, I think the same people were in control for so long. This one group of people basically <clears throat> have been in control of the country forever. You know, for for forty, fifty years, you're looking at that what, button. What, <laughs> what, I know which button you're what, looking at. What people? <laughs> uh, that, that, I don't not, want to fire the button. No, that's I don't too mean, early. I, I, there's, it has this to is be not the right con- moment. This is not a conspiracy theory in any way. It's it's literally just you know, there's a political establishment. There's sure. a political establishment in every country, and the distance between Bush and Clinton is actually a very short distance. That's not a very large distance to go. You always see the same pictures of them. They hobnob with the same people. Jeffrey Epstein. They, you know, Donald Trump. They all, they're part of the same structure. They've, it's been the same basic. The same creeps. The same basic structure. Road scholar. You know, they all kind of go to the same schools. You know, they're all part of the same, like, kind of core group. And uh, Trump is really the first, you know, and Obama arguably also, are the first people that really, in totally different ways, come from outside of that group. And and you're seeing um, now, really, it's the, the wall is... The wall is broken now, and it's been there's been pressure, pressure building, building, building. Trump was like the the hole in the wall, mm-hmm. and now this virus, this is like it. 
And that it's never really going to go back to being the same. And I, I'm super happy about it. I mean, I hope I don't die of coronavirus. You know, I have asthma, which just freaks me out, and I don't want to die of it. But uh, for the most part, I actually Do you know how much I would happy. milk? <laughs> for how long I would milk things if you died? It'd just be like, ah. I would go back on Facebook and yeah. I would just post like endlessly, getting as many reactions and interactions as I could. I love watching how over the top people get when somebody they just like it's one thing if it's your parent or sibling or somebody in your immediate family that dies, you know, wife, whatever. Oh yeah. But when it's somebody who's okay. like your your friend yeah. or your coworker and you just kind of turn it into this redirecting of attention onto yourself, I yeah. would 100% do oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's, I, and you should do that for me, too. Yes. I, I hope that you Charles use that. Yes. Be like, what should I say? What would a post say? Uh, it can be as disingenuous <clears throat> and full of shit. One year yes. anniversary of Charles's death. Yes. Uh, just want to share pe- some pics of, of uh, better times. And, and people will know yeah. because no one will ever question you on your shit <laughs> when you're using the cloak of somebody dying. Right. So right, I right. encourage you to use that to your yeah, full advantage. Yeah, no, I saw a lot of people immediately run to the fore with like coronavirus deaths. Oh, like, yeah. You know, all these people, or people who are like self- 97 or, years old. <laughs> or people self-diagnosing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I definitely had this in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was, <laughs> I was coughing and I didn't feel very good and I had coronavirus. Right. So, right. Sure. Yeah. That's what you had. Uh, but also, listeners, tell us at what point you don't want to hear about this anymore. Because I can imagine, I mean, it's part of this like fabric of our life too, but mm-hmm. I also... The other suspicion I have is that if people want to hear about something else. Oh, like, God. I'm ready for it to be over now. Yeah. I, I'm I'm considering, like, just... Pretending it doesn't exist. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, ser- I'm close to just being like, okay, my self-quarantine is now over personally. Yeah. You know, like, my <laughs> personal self-quarantine is now done. And it's like, if, you know, other people can be a part of that or not. And We're having a know. mouth coughing party. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... We're not a huge fan. I fans. do think, in the end of the day, uh, the numbers are not going to support the reaction. I, I don't, you know, people seem to forget that swine flu, one billion people had. <laughs> yeah, that's not a that's not a joke. One out of five people on Earth had swine flu. Well, the difference and is five hundred thousand people died from it. The difference is the the rate of death, right? Well, sure. Yeah, this it's very likely that this, you know, the flu also, and this is, of course, people are going to go nuts. The flu is also much more deadly than than swine flu was because swine flu was a coronavirus. The flu is not a coronavirus, at least as far as I understand it. The flu is the flu. It's influenza, whatever. A coronavirus are these things that have been coming out of Asia for 20 years now. MERS, SARS, swine flu, bird flu, avian flu. Those are flus. I don't no, think, no, no. I don't think those are no, those are the H1N1, which was swine flu, is a coronavirus. Okay, and so the, all these are coronaviruses. And what now is coming out, and this is something that Fauci said, is that these are going to be seasonal things, and that they're going to come every three or three to five years, and it's going to be another thing you get a shot for. Yeah, and it'll be like, oh, this is this sweeping uh, coronavirus of this year or whatever. And yeah, it's a whole new disease. It sucks. People are dying, uh, but. 500,000 people died. But, but, yeah, yeah. okay. 500,000 people died. Yeah, but that's not a necessarily, because that's happened, right? Yeah. And this thing is happening. So there's still a lot of data. Like, we're behind on data. We're behind on what the fatality rate is. that's the problem. 
yeah, we're behind on what the fatality rate is. We don't know uh, what its impacts are going to be. We don't know what location, population, health issues fold into that. But so, we never know. I mean, we didn't know that with swine flu. We didn't know that with... Remember Zika? What happened to Zika? That's still go, that's, I just read an article about that. It's right. still, still concerned. Because so, in some places, because of uh, genetics and other things, like Zika can provide birth defects when you get it in one place versus when you get it in a different place. Right. There's a lot of speculation. Hmm. What I don't want to do is I don't want to get into... Sp- like, I don't yeah, know... Baseless do- speculation. I don't know yeah, shit about epidemiology sure. i can look at data and like have a lay person's response to it right. i don't want to turn this into uh us like postulating on something i'm not educated in this at all no Do you know what I mean? no no neither so, am i but but even if, so say the worst thing happens say that this has a much more deadly uh impact than sure. swine flu and a million people die or 1.5 million people die, yes. or, two, or 2 million That's people die. That's bad. It's very bad. Established. It's very bad. It might be a question. In the but world. is it worth shutting down the global economy for that? I I don't really think it is. I, it's like it's not... There are ways to shut it down that I'm in favor of. Really, the problem that we're dealing with now is not a disease. It's a shortage. We're with the... the, the uh, shortening the curve thing the flattening the curve thing is not about flattening the curve of the virus in fact in terms of uh getting through this faster it would be better if everybody got it why because then the immunity would grow quicker because that's eventually what's going to have to happen isn't that the uk theory that they abandoned well that was the initial uk in the short run yeah but ultimately in order to get past it everybody is going to have to have some like but that's what the purpose of flattening the curve is right the purpose of flattening the curve is to not overwhelm the hospitals right and not overwhelming hospitals is not about a disease that's about a shortage of resources sure and that's the establishment the establishment it's their fucking fault it's the hospitals that Try and cut oh, costs you don't everywhere. Have, you don't have to sell me yeah, on the so that's, structural right. problems. When they're telling us self-isolate, they're not saying self-isolate to not get the disease. They're right. saying self-isolate so we don't, we're not liable we're not for understocking our yes. fucking hospitals. No, I agree. Because we're fucking cheap-ass hedge fund assholes. Yeah, we're on the same page. And we, yeah. we have, we're continuing with it. I mean, I don't want to get into the politics, but the right. if, if you don't think that, that Medicare for all or some kind of yeah. single pairs. If you don't think no, that that really is the way to go, you're out of your goddamn yeah. mind. Right. Like the entire argument that happened during the primaries with people like, you get to pick your insurance. Yes. It's like, that's absurd. Who wants that? People, well, not Who's even sitting that. around being like, I really want to choose if 30% my insurance, of the working like, population why? is filing for unemployment, yeah. You obviously cannot select your insurance because well, it gets taken away as soon as you lose your fucking job. And what those people don't realize is their phony choice of insurance, which is probably within like one or two things yes. that is not even real. Yeah. You choose what your You're employer is. You're propping up of course. 40% of the people who pay nothing for insurance. No. I have been on Medicaid before. Medic, not Medicaid. Medi-Cal, which is like Medi-Cal. poor people insurance in California. I was on poor poor man insurance it is a fucking dream you go wherever you want whenever wherever whenever you want everything is 100 percent free you don't have to pay any money 
for your it's just free drugs free doctor go anywhere and it's like that's oh if you make below this number everything is free it's not paying the ass if you make above that number it's like ten thousand dollars a year and it's the biggest pain in the ass in the world it's yeah. it's and it's a, the worst system imagine no it's a total nightmare totally i agree uh, on that on that note i agree with all that stuff yeah. is that we have a huge structural problem and the fact that we still can't move the needle that we're going to go into an election with Joe Biden, Joe motherfucking, who Biden. is able to say, you know, he doesn't believe in Medicare for all. I, I I don't even know what to tell you at that point. I don't I don't know how this is. If you're Joe Biden, this is your opportunity to be like, you know what, I was wrong. Why Why would he not do that? I don't know. It's and the fact that he won't. Do well, that I do is know. Just terrifying. <laughs> What's the reason? The reason is because the insurance companies uh, control the Democratic Party. Yeah. They're, they're right. too worried about the money coming in. I mean, I don't want to get too wild-eyed, but the, the primary made me very fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that whole, like, godfather moment where everybody suddenly folded and turned was pretty bad. But hold on. We have a Biden yeah. episode coming up, so let's not get Yeah, we'll, t- we'll talk about that at some point. Um, but so anyway, how many, how many minutes? Oh, we're a half hour in already. All Great. right. So we wanted to look at, Stuff that's come out during coronavirus because we love looking at things. <laughs> we love looking at things. We love looking at things. Okay. So what are we starting with here? Um, I I don't even know if this is bad, but the Las Vegas ad that I've seen a few well, times. Well, but you got to set this up. What okay, are we sorry. Even looking at. I'm 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 bad at this now. It's been too. I'm very <laughs> rusty. I don't know how to do anything. So we looked at some ways that advertising, the advertising business, is handling coronavirus how do you advertise to people how do you sell your product in the midst of a global pandemic like this right. so we looked at some stuff that we thought might be a little goofy might be entertaining yeah uh, i mean i don't think any of it's actually that terrible but it is funny because clearly the same people who are like uh responsible for all of the rainbow flag marketing are clearly like oh here's our idea to capture the moment of coronavirus and this is their like marketing ideas right in las vegas There's something more important than the shows and the neon. And there's something bigger than our hotels and our bravado. That something is you and your safety. That is everything. (laughs) Except when a man fires a gun outside. (laughs) In that case, you're fucked. That is the only thing. We know it's tough to travel right now or to even be around others. We just want you to know that when you're ready, we'll be ready. We'll be ready to take your money. We'll be just come on gamble because we're we're we bu- really care. We feed off of humanism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Las Vegas really cares about. We're you. super excited to come back and steal your money. Never, because there is no bigger star in this town than you. What? Only you. Only you. Yeah, these are these lines that... Uh, Only you. This is what you... You get in a room and you pitch these central lines. And, yeah. And then that's... What's what also out. like, why... Do they need to remind people Las Vegas exists and will yeah, be well, there later? Because they're... Are you kidding? I mean, do you know how fucking crazy they're probably going right now? I understand that, but it's like, until people are able to go, I don't know, you're just paying an ad agency to come up with shit now. It's just uh, ad agencies like being like, listen, guys, you need to keep in the public to, consciousness because yeah. <laughs> people are going, well, when this is over, will I be able to go to Las Vegas? I don't know. Yeah. You got to reassure them. Uh, yeah. Okay. Next Wait. up is this Miller Lite ad that you flagged. Yeah. Okay. So this is um, a pre-roll, although it's not actually technically a pre-roll. So what's interesting about this from a 
media buying perspective is this is a ad that is literally built into the beginning of a video on a very popular YouTube channel. And this YouTube channel is called Death Battle. Yeah. This is like a video game thing, right? This is Rooster Rooster something? And I'll tell you something. If you're looking for candidates for the most pathetic men on earth, this group of men that does these death battles are definitely up there for the most pathetic human What do they do? They like pit characters? They pit their favorite um, characters from video games or comics, whatever it is, together in sort of like fighting game type battles. Elliot Roger here. Yeah, it's very incel. And and these are grown-ass men. Mm. They're very grown-ass men. And that's why Miller, Miller Lite, even though this is the most childish thing you could imagine, which is a fight between a four-armed Mortal Kombat character. Goro. Goro. And a four-armed Pokemon. Ah. It's Goro versus I'm, I'm, Machomp. I don't know if I'm saying that right, and I don't cares. care. Mailchimp. I'm, Mailchimp. And, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty curious to see how this ends up. Yeah, guys, lie. who's going to win yeah. between this totally made-up thing I'm, and this other totally I'm made-up I'm voting thing. for Goro because, yeah. you know, he's, he's a pretty Here's how it's going to be. Yeah, here's the story of Goro. He could really take on Scorpion. Yeah. Show yeah. Scorpion who's boss. <laughs> I mean, look, there's a certain level of uh, beauty to the whole mashup vibe, but this takes it to a degree that's just uncomfortable mm. and deeply weird. And we're playing the ad that comes So anyway, it. so they, they instead of having a YouTube pre-roll, which is something that YouTube sells, yes. they have bought it directly from this death battle channel. So it, it ha- just happens in the beginning of the ad, which right. is actually not what... I'm surprised YouTube even allows this. So anyway, this is what happens at the beginning. Thanks to Miller Lite for sponsoring this episode of Death Battle. Yes. As the original light beer, Miller Lite has always been there to bring people together. But when your favorite bars are closed and Who, plans are canceled, wait. there's... St- Why does he talk? Who's the voice? Because he's trying to be like a... What's the Nick? He's like a Nick Offerman nerd-like guy. And and he's, try, he's playing like a, a character cool for... Guy. Really, people who should just be culled off of the off of planet Earth. He like is speaking to those people in a way that they'll understand because they're children. They're uh, like man children who who have never grown up. Still, plenty of good reasons to kick off some Miller time, especially when you have roommates or partners at home who just need some time to relax and let off some steam. Even in times of stress and hardship, everyone can enjoy themselves with a cold pack of Miller. Miller Lite, the original light beer. When you're home, enjoy a classic. Available for delivery today. I, I fucking I hate that voice. It has the opposite effect that it's intended, I think. Well, there's so many things going on behind the scenes here. I've actually done uh, a pitch for Miller Lite on Twitch before. So Miller Lite has like been trying to own the... like gamer space for a long time. And so what's so warped and fucked up about this is this is an alcohol brand being marketed in a very childish way to other men children who are sitting around drinking Miller Lite all day. We're going to have some Millers we're going to play some Xbox. And do you hear the little part where they say, especially if you have friends or roommates around. (laughs) So like, why do they say that? They say that because some strategist has been like, you need to hit a target demo of... Uh, you know, men, 25 to 42, who live with roommates because that's who plays video games. Live with their bros. And they just enjoy having a nice cold one while they're playing some games. That's right. And so we got to have that line in there. Love having a cold one. Celebrate responsibly. 
Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12. I hate the fucking video game music in the background. Clowns. I hate the legal language that he's now saying and yeah. like the... He's imitating the legal language voice in a commercial. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's like Ted Kaczynski was... This is like when you're like, wow, he was right. Those, It's that shit. Is Death battle. So Thanos versus Darkseid. Oh, who yeah. would win that one? I mean, like, I will say there is a part of me that does... Like, I am a fan of the last two Avengers movies. I, I get... I actually am embracing the notion of, like, total... Um, adoption of like media culture to the degree where all of these sort of familiar things are just mashed up into each other and that's what art is. I'm down for that. And I think there's some great shit that's out there that's like that. And I think fighting against that is stupid. But this is also, ju- it's just pathetic to live your life this way. But anyway, what? go ahead. Do you want to keep watching this video? Is, is there something in the video you wanted to show? Rooster no. teeth. I called it roosterfish. That's not right. The roosterfish is a gay bar in Venice. Yeah. <laughs> is that still open? I'm a man. Uh, I like men. It's, it's reopened, but it is. I I don't think it's a gay bar. I think it's just it's like a normal hipster douchebag bar. No, there's mm. there's nothing gay about it. Yeah, one of these is Deadpool versus the Mask. Ah, yes. See, they pair people that are like kind of vaguely similar. Right. There's actually, to be perfectly fair, there is a certain level of genius to it. You know. So how do they? Do they like? How does this work? Types. Even steel type Pokemon turn brittle under Machamp's brute strength. On the other end of the spectrum, Machamp. So this is. Oh, there's a hymns. It's really yeah, it's hymns, which is like dick pills. Yeah, in the dick pills. It. So it's super creepy because there's like dick pills, and they're talking about cartoon, like child's cartoons fighting each other, and they get so deep into the lore. Now that they're fighting, did they make this? I guess they make like a little animatic of the two of them fighting. Oh my god! It's really like a religion. It's like it's like religious. It's like uh, fan fiction. Listeners, can you explain the appeal? Do we have any Genos versus War Machine? All right. I'm going to kill myself if I have to keep looking at this YouTube channel. Yeah, I feel a little bad for hating on them so hard. You know, there, there is a genius and a work to what they do. It's I do kind of get it. And they're talking about archetypes, and it's interesting to talk about those archetypes, but there's also something so revolting about I just don't like the presentation go. of it. Yeah. I, yeah. It was almost like it's taken too seriously. If, if you would yes. do it with like a little bit of a wink, I think it would be less unappealing but because it's just like you know this is real serious business we're doing here guys we got to find out if goro whatever the fuck his name is can beat the other guy if they were doing it for kids that would be better also right. but instead it's like this is for other grown-ass men who are spending time thinking about goro fighting yeah. male chimp I love jacking off to that can we do that with brands can it be like male chimp versus yeah Let's Gimlet, make a, Gimlet that, Media. That can be our YouTube channel. So you can come up with brand fights. <laughs> brand fights. And get sued Ooh, probably. I like it. Pitch it. So this is Chipotle. I pulled out the quote that I thought was funniest in this one. So this, the headline of this article is, Chipotle invites fans to virtual lunch amid COVID-19 pandemic. And the, This is from Contagious, by, by the way, which was a great contagious uh, source. And the uh, quote that I pulled was, in line with this, on uh, March 16th, American QSR chain Chipotle Mexican Grill launched Chipotle Together sessions for one week each day at lunchtime, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
there will be an opportunity for people to connect with the brand via video conferencing site Zoom. Each session will include Chipotle-inspired presentations, celebrity appearances, Q&As, and the chance to win free voucher codes for online delivery. Every day, the restaurant chain will be posting a link to the virtual hangout session on its Twitter account, where up to 3,000 people may join the event. The first session was hosted by reality star Colton Underwood, who appeared on popular U.S. TV show The Bachelor in 2019. Yeah, these Bachelor influencers are the cheapest uh, people around. Um, Yeah, I don't know. What do you think of this one? You just go and you eat Chipotle with other people via Zoom? Like, why would that be of interest to anyone? It, apparently it is. I don't though. want to go to Zoom for like work reasons, much less hanging out with Chipotle. Well, so why do, why do people flock to these things? Do they? I don't even know. Yeah, how many people are actually on them? I would like take a dump. That would be my thing. I'd go into the bathroom with my laptop, get on Zoom and just take it to Chipotle Well, have shit. you heard about these uh, Zoom bombers? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, yeah. Zoom bombing. So I'm. I have a. Uh, I'm not going to reveal any identities, but <laughs> I know someone who uh, hosts like a um, uh, a chat for disabled people, right? And uh, it's dis- disabled like children. <laughs> <laughs> And they had a virtual chat and somebody like very rudely interrupted the disabled children Zoom chat with the picture of the, what's the big black guy dick meme? (laughs) (laughs) What do we call that? Wood? wood I don't know the name of it. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The giant. Everyone knows what you're talking about. He's a giant cock. It's fake. I I think it's fake. Sure. But uh, I mean, I think it's like been enlarged. (laughs) (laughs) But. um, What's worse? Yeah. He interrupted it with that and like bombed them with all those, which is horrible, but also like. Yeah, it's funny. Kind of hilarious. Uh, Anyway, so I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. It's just like, on the one hand, it's like, okay, brands, yeah, you're doing it. But it's also kind of gross because it's just like, okay, you know, it's now is not the time to real-time market. It's yes. not, It's like, now just give it a rest for a second. Well, you know? On marketingland.com, there's an article called Compassionate to Cringeworthy, Brands Navigate the COVID-19 Messaging Minefield. Yeah, ooh. And uh, one of the quotes I pulled was, uh, the subhead was, tone-deaf promotions aplenty. And the article said, in the tone-deaf categories, an email I received just this morning from the resort chain Sandals. It featured the subject line, saying hello to paradise has never been better. There's no recognition of coronavirus or the associated travel anxiety that people are feeling. Then there's solar products company Go Sun, which sent an email with a cringeworthy pun of a subject line. Is there a bright side to coronavirus? It's like maybe you don't need to like incorporate coronavirus into your product. Maybe you can just like sell it. Without needing to reference it. Well, yeah, sure. But this is what marketing people get paid for now, so just to do things like this. What would you, what is something that has nothing to do with coronavirus that we could get you to brainstorm a way to incorporate it? Like, what would be the. What do you mean? I'm trying to think of a product that should not be associated with coronavirus that you, as an advertising person, could try to find the link to coronavirus in order to market like it Like, what's, like, the least related yeah. thing? we need to build, like, an ad campaign around something that... It's just, like, the least related to yeah. coronavirus? but as you heavy hit the coronavirus. <laughs> to somehow find your way to shoehorn... Part. Well, that's already how it is. It's like, yeah. what, is, what does any of these things have to do with the Pride Parade, you know? Yeah. But... Um, 
So so Stella Artois is doing a very real-time marketing ad where Love is Blind stars Lauren and Cameron will choose a lucky couple who got engaged during the coronavirus epidemic and pay for their wedding. Yeah, this to me is very gross because it's very much like... Um, it's hijacking. It's hijacking the message to shoehorn your brand in there, and it's just gross. It's why does, like, you're going to give away one wedding? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, maybe if you paid for, like, everyone's wedding, that would be interesting, but you're going to... It's like, it's just a gross way to market. Why is Stella Artois involved, too? It's very... It is strange that a lot of beer brands particularly seem to be hijacking this because also Bud Light or Budweiser is making hand sanitizer. Right. Right. And uh, several of the alcohol, but that also makes some sense because they yeah, that have one's like, okay. alcohol I'm okay. process. I'm kind of yeah. okay with that. Yeah. That's like too. a good, helpful thing to do. Right. Exactly. That is able to feature your brand. Like there's no real downside to that one. Yeah. It's like this. It's like you're going to fund a wedding for a couple. One wedding. Like right. why don't you fund anything else that would yeah. be helpful? Why don't you fund hospital visits, ventilators? Exactly. You anything know, right get something well, yeah whereas the bud light one is or the budweiser one is kind of like or the diageo and buzzweiser are doing this it's nice because you're right it's, it's like, like we what, have a shortage you might as well do help well like know? what it, it was dyson dyson yeah. made ventilators yeah. great yeah. that's fucking that, that's that's good. brilliant advertising right. yeah. that's what you got to do yeah or I, be like elon musk and say you're going to make ventilators and instead buy cpat machines and send them to hospitals and claim that they're ventilators is that, that what was, happened with musk yes of course it is what happened? I don't know. Elon Musk, my favorite person in the world, <laughs> said that he was going to design, he's designing ventilators and he's going to get mm. them out there. What he ended up doing, he may still be designing them, who knows? Um, but Dyson certainly got there faster than Elon Musk did. He bought CPAP machines, which you use for sleep apnea, which in some cases can be retrofitted to be used as ventilators, but mm. not always because they're not actually ventilators. Right. He donated a bunch of uh, like 100 CPAP machines to some hospitals and claimed they were ventilators, which they're not. Hmm. It's the Elon Musk method, which is to like, you something happens, you pretend that you're doing something for it, but it's just bullshit. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we agree on, on Elon hatred, but okay. It's the, uh, yeah. All right. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want the, the Musk fans to come after to come me. After they're you. very active on Twitter. Yeah, they're please. I, I'm ready for you to get mobbed for once. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get mobbed for my bad takes. Listen, I don't, you know, I don't know everything. I do know that Elon Musk is a scam artist, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to something else that's been really exciting during this period, which are how podcasts, our fellow podcasters, are programming around coronavirus. Now, I'm not an evil person. I could very easily find low-level shit podcasts, we know who they are, and make fun of what they're doing. But I didn't. I went and I looked on like the top podcasts on iTunes, and I focused on those pretty much. Oh, okay. With some that are also like on Earwolf, they're distributed or whatever. Nice. I'm so excited. I thought we'd start off... And these are just clips. Oh, yes, our favorite. <laughs> I thought we'd start off with our friends at Heavyweight, which we've featured in the worst podcast voices on Gimlet Media. Others have said was the worst offender of them all. Yes. In terms of whimper fry. Oh, the, there's, listen, I don't, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but I wanted to see how these shows are dealing with coronavirus. What interesting ways are they programming around it? So we're just going to listen to some of them and see what we think. Is it better than what we did? Who knows? 
Here's Heavyweight, a show from Gimlet Media. Hey, everybody. So my producers, Kalila Holt and Stevie Lane, are at home in Brooklyn, and I'm with my wife, Emily, and our I was just going to say, Brooklyn fucking whimper fry. (laughs) Uh, Khalil Sanchez Rubenstein and Sandra... Yeah, okay. He's at home with his kid named Augie. Oh, yes. Thank you. It's after Augie March. Yes. In Minnesota. Uh, But every day, Stevie and Kalila and I check in, and we try to figure out what we should be doing at this moment. Uh, you know, in terms of work and also in terms of life. And a few days ago, even though we were apart, we decided to record the day that we were having and share that day with each other. I was. I love that not even this thing happening can change his affect. It's still just going to be this because I'm just a little bit too cool to be <laughs> upset or frightened by what's going on. Like, yeah. I want you to know... I'm still signaling yeah. that I'm a cool guy. I'm cool. I was going to get some groceries with Augie, and Kalila was going to take a walk to get a prescription filled. Stevie was trying to figure out whether she'd keep a blind date. That was weeks in the making. She'd never been on a blind date before. Kalila and Stevie. Uh, I, just, I just, I can't. This is what the show is. Yeah. They've <laughs> recorded themselves going about their day, and then that's the show. <laughs> That's the show. Both checked in I'm not making this up. A in a time of emergency, I need to be even more banal than I was before. I need to show you how I'm getting through this. <laughs> and mostly just for some comfort. For Looking some back comfort. on that day now, it already feels like an eternity ago, even Uh-oh. though it wasn't long ago at all. Things are changing so quickly. It's actually today, because I live the most boring life imaginable. Things are changing so quickly, except for my affect, the way that I talk. I will never be excited. So when we recorded this, bars and restaurants were still open and school was still in session. But anyway, this was that day. (sighs) Only a few days ago, feels like an eternity. We you know what else feels like an eternity? Yeah. <laughs> this. this one Shared it with each other. Talking. Yeah, we're only alone. a minute in, guys. This is a minute. Uh, and now we're sharing it with you guys, and we hope it makes you feel less alone, too. Uh, why would... You make me feel more alone, my friend. <laughs> a lot more Wait, alone. Wait, l- listen to this music. This is just our day, going about the coldest. I was gonna go on a blind date. <laughs> I had never been before. Stevie? Hey, Kalila. Hello. I knew so. So, how did it go, you guys? I knew Stevie was not going to be a guy named Stevie. How did you predict that? Because they're from Brooklyn. Elliot Roger here. How how was your day? Yeah, I had a pretty good day. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, I'm putting on my uh, shoes and then I'm going to leave this house. First, I called my mom. It's kind of like it has. It all has this feeling of like a, I can't. I can't listen. Yeah, to anymore. No, I don't uh, want to listen. Can to you fucking imagine the gall to think I called my mom and she plays the call with her mom? I called my mom and I said, "Hi, mom." Yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom. What did you do today? I went to the store. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, that's nice, Bob. We work in Brooklyn for Gimlet Media. Oh, We're really. Important this is like a, a giant podcast, and instead of like ramping up the content that you know people are like waiting for, yeah. 
Like, all right, we need to get this shit out as soon as possible. Let's just, guys, let's just like just do a podcast about like just whatever is going on. And it's like we need to just for posterity. We need to just show people. This will help people feel less alone because they'll know that <laughs> even though they have to go work at a grocery store yeah. or a doctor's yeah. office because they have real jobs. <laughs> Brooklyn hipsters. I had to call my mom. Want to go for a walk and I call had to their go mom. For a walk and my mom's paying my $4,000 a month rent. And I was just like, where do I get groceries from? I don't know. What do I do? My meal service takes like an extra day. Yeah. It's like really bad. This oh, guy, I haven't had a real job for 35 years, but it's like, I, this is my podcast. I'd still take a job there if I could. Gimlet? Yeah, just so they could find I'd out. I'd take a job at Gimlet so I could fucking poison them. <laughs> <laughs> I Literally. just want them to eventually discover the show that I, I did yeah, with right, you. Exactly. No, I would probably take a job there, too. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'd probably, probably would be, <laughs> if you're out there, Alex Blumstein or whatever the fuck your You name know is. they've listened to that episode. <laughs> you know they have. That's like the biggest episode we have. It had to have reached their radar. I have to think that Maybe, somebody sent it to somebody there and was like, listen to this. I think those people has their heads so f- much further up their own ass than you could imagine that I don't even think... More than me? Yeah, uh, more than you. Definitely Good more Lord. than you. I know it's hard. This next show is Office Ladies, which is one of the top 10 on Apple Podcasts right now. It is a show hosted by two people from the American office where they rewatch the entirety of The Office. This <laughs> is more self-indulgence. No, no, Isaac. <laughs> Please. How dare you? Wait, there's people in The Office? There are people, that, that, I think it's like Pam and oh, some Pam. other lady. I didn't watch I The know, Office. And they're know. re-watching their own episodes. And well, they're re-watching and talking about it, and they have guests on and stuff. So this is them. This is The Office ladies. Hey, gang, we are... Hey gang. Hey gang. I'm going to that's our new intro. Hey guys. Hopping on again to remind you that this episode of Office Ladies was recorded before the citywide mandate to stay at home. So again, you're going to hear references from us about being in the studio and we even have a special guest joining us today. That'll be a little surprise. Yeah. And we also wanted to take a moment to acknowledge a few listeners who is wrote into Tam. Uh, one of them is. I can't tell. Who are they from the office? This uh, is so weird. Should we do a little no, research? No, we don't have to. Who okay. cares? I don't care. Tell us what it's like for them working right now. Yes, we got a lot of letters part. from people. Aspen Stanley wrote us to say, I work at my local post office six days a week right now, and you made me feel really proud to keep our country going. So thank you for that appreciation. Now, the way that she introduced that was she was saying people were writing in to tell their experiences and what she chose to pick out from the email was praise for them. <laughs> you make me proud to be an American. <laughs> this is an ex- By the way. <laughs> this is someone writing about their experience. Uh, your show is the best show ever. <laughs> and I'm a postal worker. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Thank you, Aspen, for doing that. Yes. yes, and Jeffrey Wilson wrote us to say, it would be a great morale booster for all of us in transit if we could get a shout out. <laughs> Bus maintainers, cleaners, and drivers here in OC Transpo in Ottawa are keeping people moving and everywhere else, too. So this is a shout out to everyone that's working in transit and all of you that are going to work. All right. Well, that was nice. That's fine. During this time. Yes. And finally, we got this note, Angela, which, um, okay, I'm 
Not gonna lie, this one kind of tore me up. Oh, yeah. boy. I'm gonna try to. Oh, no. So it's this gotta be tore me up a very personal, sad story, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be that. <laughs> it's definitely not more praise, <laughs> right? It's definitely a sad story. Read it. She said, I'm an ICU nurse in Virginia, and this certainly is a frightening time for us all. With this significant lack of adequate resources, guidelines changing every day, and numbers rising at an alarming rate, it is challenging to keep a healthy mindset amidst so much negativity and fear. But I'm glad to hear that you both are staying safe at home. Thank you. Best wishes to you and your loved ones throughout this journey. Mary, my gosh. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Wow. Th- Why is go. she sad? <laughs> Why did that move? Thank you, tears? Mary. Thank, Thank you, you Mary. and all of your colleagues and all. By the way, this is after three minutes of advertising that I cut out. Okay. All right. And then they go into like the upbeat. Uh, theme song so yeah. it's a total tone change from th- from that to where's that what is the theme song can we do we have yeah I, I can keep playing the doctors out there caring for people putting yourselves in harm's way to take care of the rest of yes. us my gosh my gosh my i don't even gosh. know if there's a thank you big enough jenna let's uh let's start the show let's start the show love you guys Jenna Fisher. And I'm Angela Kinsey. We were on The Office together. And we're best friends. And now we're doing the ultimate office rewatch podcast just for you. Each week we will. This is so corny. If you guys made that number one or top 10, you should kill yourself. (laughs) Go get coronavirus now. (laughs) Yeah. uh, That it's it's just very funny how phony it is. It's It's like when they. They really, because they're actresses, so they make their voices. Yeah. You can hear my concern. She's so my like. Voice. That she, was like S Town when the guy died. When the guy died in S Town, and the guy just had to let us know that. I, I'm what? So, I'm what? so moved by this email that wishes. I really, my voice is trembling. That wishes that I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm so moved by it. I, it's a, I'm so. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jenna. I don't want to spoil whose podcast this is, so I'm just going to play it. And I don't think I know who this is. Uh, the podcast is called Here's the Deal, and it's with a very special someone. Hey, Team Biden, it's Joe, and I'm sitting here in Wilmington, Delaware, and it's a scary <laughs> yes. time. It's good old Joe. Joe Biden's podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't talk. See if you can hear how many edits there are during this podcast because it's a deep fake it's not even him how it's many times they have to cut out him rambling or something a lot of people out there are confused things are changing every day every hour so i wanted to have this conversation with you uh, now if we could why am i doing this well first so we can keep talking with each other and we can't hold rallies anymore but we're not gathering a lot who's going to a joe biden rally Nobody. Do those exist? Yeah, I mean, no. Large public spaces. We're living in a new normal, but I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm on your side, and we're going to get through this together as a country. And uh, the second reason is I think this uh, podcast could offer. Do you see how many fucking edits there were just in that space? Edit, 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 edit. I don't know. I, can't, I couldn't hear oh, it. Well, listeners can figure it out. This getting. You can always tell when there's an edit when the words become suddenly too close yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. 
And there's a lot of that happening. So I don't really want to speculate as to why. Full information. I've seen these kinds of crises before, and uh, and I've sat in the Situation Room in the Oval Office, and we've grappled with crises from Ebola outbreak to the Iran nuclear deal to the auto industry. Red- it is very Wait, dis- what? How is the Iran nuclear? I don't deal? fucking know. It is so <laughs> disturbing to me, guys. Get Joe a, a halfway decent microphone. He sounds like he's recording on an iPhone. Well, and he has this. Somebody needs to come up with a name for this talking issue he has. And I can't tell if it's because of his porcelain veneers or whatever he has in. He's got. He definitely has teeth. Weird teeth mouth. Well, it makes him sound like he is senile. It was, that's it's like the sound of somebody who's like not all there. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. He's got a weird teeth issue for sure. <laughs> and yeah, he's got all kinds of issues going on. That this podcast is fucking horrible, guys. Seriously, if the guy's running for president of the United States, get a halfway decent podcast together. Here's the deal. Yeah, let Isaac and I come. We'll Here's do Joe Biden's deal. podcast. <laughs> We'll just harass him the whole time about Medicare. That'll be the whole show is Isaac and Charles bother Joe Biden about Medicare for all. Why not? Why not, Joe? Come hey on, guys, Joe. It's Joe. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's Joe. I'm just like your normal guy. Yeah. I've Brett, had tons of plastic surgery. Uncle and my Joe. teeth don't work. And I've had hair implants. And so, I look like a skeleton. This is uh, my favorite murder. Oh, my least my least favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic podcast about murders, and it has the appropriate <laughs> tone. So I'm sure these guys will have a lot of interesting things to say about COVID. Hello. Hello. And welcome to my favorite murder. <laughs> the cr- what? What? These people aren't. Why this is she is not real. Why is she laughing? It, 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 this entire my favorite thing is murder. fake. <laughs> It's not the the whole this thing is not real. I don't I'm, know what I'm that means. I'm 100% convinced that this is the entire my favorite It's a parody. Murder. It's no, it's, it's a bit. The fact that the idea that this show has a following is not true. Ah, it's a fake. It's fake. It's like somebody needed this show to like be the, you know, female-centric true crime podcast of the deck of the time. Yeah. And they were like, "Okay, you guys are going to be the ones." And you know, it, I can't believe anybody actually listens to this. I don't think anybody does. Do any of our female listeners? We learned listen, we have I've some. I've never met anyone right who in. listens to this ever. Coronavirus years. <laughs> That's right. We're in year 16 <laughs> of Mars showing. <laughs> Just laughing at everything. We're having such a great time together. And then we're going to talk about murders. 2020. <laughs> Oh my my sister sent me a text the other day that said, um, don't forget it's March 97th. <laughs> I saw one. <laughs> I, love the, I love the fake laugh. <laughs> I saw a meme that said 30 days has September, April, yeah, 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 yeah. November. All the rest have 31 except for March, which has 8,000. <laughs> yeah, that's the old rhyme. Yeah. It's still quarantine time. Yeah, how are you doing on yours? No one needs that update. No, everyone knows. I'm fine. I just think about the people in the future who are like listening to this. No one. Yeah. <laughs> no one. No one from the future. Only is us. To this. We're the only people who have ever. Heard. And like, they're in the whole new world that we're hopefully in too. You know, one where the show doesn't exist. That would be my ideal world. Yeah, I don't know these. Uh, 
I'm sure the victims of the people's families who were killed by the murderers in this. So we just love your, your super psyched about your like super your fun. chatter. It's fun. Hey, we we guys, articles. Guess who was raped and murdered? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guess who was beheaded and had her head we, fucked by the serial killer? Yeah. We love this one. Okay. That's enough podcasts, I think. This is unbearable. Um, is there any other good ones in here? I don't know if they're good. I like I, I went in descending order of, of I mean, they're all dog shit. There's a podcast that's on Earwolf called uh what is the name of it? It is called The Human Condition Parenting Your Children and Yourself with Beverly Ginsburg. And it is a character doing the podcast. That's the whole show is this woman pretending to be like this Jewish mother. <laughs> And so what's the... And the bit is that she's like this Jewish boomer mom and that she has a podcast about parenting. So this is... I just want everyone to saddle in, saddle in, to settle in and get ready for the comedy that you're about to hear <laughs> because it's it's really high level and uh, it's a little embarrassing to have to play and compare it to Isaac and I because we're just not operating at the levels that this the show is. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, it's a bonus episode for a podcast that hasn't been released yet. It's not been released, but we've been preparing it and getting it ready for release. That was really good. Uh, yeah, thank you. Okay, so here's here's the situation, okay? This is what I would like, what I wanted to call this uh, special episode was the uh, coronavirus... COVID-19, China. Guys, I am dying of laughter. I don't understand. Is it, this is a character? It's a, it's character. a character. The entire show is hosted in character, and then she's got like a sidekick who's being the straight man. So what's the woman's real name? I don't know. It's I, like probably- like, I, didn't, I didn't do any research other than listen to this and become infuriated <laughs> that it's on Earwolf. It, does, it doesn't matter. This is what I've learned about podcasts. It it. How good your show is has no bearing yeah. on where it appears Anywhere. or how popular it is or any of that. Yeah. I mean, there is some meritocratic things, yeah, of course. Some. But some of these shows, I'm like, somebody got paid to do that. Yeah. They re- she, this woman receives money. And I'm not even, <laughs> there's ads that I cut out. Knees, pangolin flu episode, okay? But I felt it was too long. So ultimately, that's exactly what this is. Okay, then the show is anti-Semitic. <laughs> well, I'm sure her name is actually like, you know, Goldstein. Well, it's her like name- she's playing somebody named Bernstein and yeah. her name is Goldstein. Beverly Ginsburg. Yeah, Beverly Ginsburg. Her real name is, you know, yeah, Sandra Silverstein. So I'm going to play the sound for her because she deserves it. One of our attorneys <laughs> is a Jew. <laughs> oh. It's back. It's back. Yeah. Sound is back. Th- there's others that are also dreadful, but I don't want to. All right. We're getting, yeah, we're getting up into are, the hour long territory. Yes, these are um, to Shameful, shameful work being done yeah. by the podcast. But are we any better? We're here recording our own coronavirus. At least we're talking shit about people. At least, I mean, at least we have the decency to talk shit about At people. least we're not sitting here talking about ourselves yeah. and our experiences. Just like, guys. I have to go out onto the street and I have my mask on yeah. and I'm fully employed. So yeah, I get employed for doing it. I'm podcast. just, this is bad improv. I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, I, I'm at least I'm not doing that. Yeah. I can't even imagine what it is to actually be 
fucked over by this thing in terms of like how badly I'm fucked over by coronavirus. Not much. Yeah. So I have very uh, significant amount of sympathy for you if that's the case. But yeah. for me, it's like whatever. Right. Until I die of it. <laughs> and my death is exploited. Yeah. By me. For money. You want a daddy to take your panties off? That's right. If you want a daddy to take your panties off, you can contact us in a variety of ways. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. You can join our forum, which is nahf.boards.net. Make a username and you'll get sometimes interesting posts there. It's deliciously early internet. Yes, it's really horrible forum yeah you can call us on our voicemail line which is 213-262-9544 and as always please rate and subscribe to us on your preferred platform or if your preferred podcast platform doesn't have ratings rate us on apple podcasts that's the best one to do it at. Yeah. You can find me at isaacsimpson.com. That is my portfolio site. So it's going to be a copywriting portfolio. It's not like some fancy podcast site, as I am a professional copywriter. Uh, that's pretty much it. You can find my email on there if you must email me, which you can, please, by all means, email me, but not too much. If Because if too many people email me, I will have to change my email. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter, on my dog shit Twitter account, which is at Funzeroni. And all my social media is at Funzeroni when I reactivate it. I think Instagram is currently down, but it might go back up again. And uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye. Uh...